You're listening to the Hamilton Today podcast from 900 CHML. Latest information coming out. It's on our uh, website now. Uh, Ontario, uh, Ottawa Police and City Hall knew well in advance that uh, the convoy was coming and that they planned to stay for a long time. They even had the hotel association telling them, hey, we're getting lots of bookings. Uh, and earlier, the uh, former police chief of Ottawa said they had no intelligence saying that that was, in fact, going to happen. So once again, it seems like a lack of preparedness and leadership uh, so far out of this inquiry. All right. Uh, I want to read you a couple of headlines. Uh, one from the National Post. No more Mr. Nice Canada. Um, no more Mr. Nice Guy Canada must assert Hang on, let me start again. No more Mr. Nice Guy. Canada must assert itself on the world stage. Uh, in the Globe and Mail, uh, Freeland issues a clarion call from Canada's foreign policy void. To talk more about all of this, Dr. Jack Cunningham is with us, Ph.D. Program Coordinator at the Bill Graham Center for Contemporary International History, Trinity College, and the Monk School, uh, University of Toronto, and is with us now. Jack, thank you for the time. I hope you're well. I am, Scott. Hope you are, too. Uh, it seems that uh, Canada is kind of changing its tune. The feds are changing their tune on how they look at uh, foreign uh, governments, especially those uh, w- with uh, particularly tough regimes at the head. At one time, it was, if we let them in, we'll show them how great we are, and they will abide uh, by our systems and play along. Obviously, that is not the case. Is Canada changing its position on the way it views places like Russia, places like China. It is, albeit uh, quite belatedly. I mean, I, I, I think uh, Minister Freeland has, uh, is a pretty unillusioned sort and has, uh, has, has uh, been, been, been wise to what uh, Russia and China are like for, uh, for quite some time. That's more than I can say for the rest of the government, however. And I think this media indicate a shift in government thinking towards a more realistic assessment of the world situation, and particularly with the fact that we have enemies out there. Is she speaking differently than the government? Some are saying there's con- conflicting uh, views coming out here. It's hard to understand which one's driving the bus here. I think the tone and the emphasis is definitely different. Uh, she has emphasized much more emphatically than anybody else in the government has so far uh, the fact that uh, uh, international politics is uh, is sometimes a zero-sum game, that uh, my loss is your gain and vice versa, and that, uh, and that uh, trying to be reasonable doesn't always pay. Uh, that's a bit of a shift for, in, in, in emphasis from what we generally get from the prime minister. Uh, does this mean we're not uh, that we've spent time riding on others' coattails? I mean, I can think particularly when it came to uh, the view of China around the two Michaels. We were tiptoeing there. Obviously, we had to. Uh, but then, even with COVID nineteen vaccination and the and the prime minister making deals with China, there it seemed that we're constantly reaching out but getting kicked in the rear end. Is that changing? I hope so. Uh, it's uh, it's early to say, but we'll uh, we'll see. I mean, Freeland's speech outlined a number of concrete measures that uh, Canada and other democracies can take to show that they're serious about uh, adjusting to changed world conditions, including uh, running supply chains through one another, so that we're not dependent on autocracies for crucial minerals or uh, or crucial vaccines. Uh, that would be if if that were to materialize, it would be a good step forward. What about energy? Because obviously, especially the conflict in Europe right now between Russia and, and Ukraine, well, and the rest of the world, uh, this is, we've seen energy being weaponized. Uh, are we going to see a tone, a change in tone there? Uh, 
That uh, is likely to be a tough sell around the uh, the cabinet table. Uh, Minister uh, Energy Minister Guibault is uh, sorry. Environment Minister Guibault is uh, is is uh, very much in the dogmatic environmentalist camp. I'm sure there are others around the cabinet table who are as well. Perhaps including the Prime Minister himself. Uh, so uh, getting. Uh, Although Freeland's uh, remarked the other day that Canada is open to economically viable LNG uh, facilities is uh, is another encouraging sign. Uh, are are politicians and therefore Canadians convinced that by doing this, by taking the direction we are on climate change, and I'm not denying it here, something needs to be done, but by taking this direction on climate change, um, we can't save the planet, but we can provide clean energy for the rest of the world. Are we understanding that? Are we getting that? Are we understanding that that's what the rest of the world wants from us? Not for us to take our emissions from below 2% to below 1%, but to help the rest of the world where they're burning 20 and 30% coal and, and emissions and such. Are we understanding that we can't save the planet, but we can help with our energy? I think most Canadians understand that uh, viscerally, if not uh, if not analytically. Uh, the government here, I think, has been behind the electorate. I'm hoping that Freeland's speech suggests that the government is starting to catch up. Uh, when will we know? Well, uh, we probably within the next few months. Uh, what uh, what 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 happens in terms of spending priorities? What uh, what does the next federal budget uh, do in terms of defense spending? We've heard an awful lot about defense spending, but uh, not a lot has actually materialized. Uh, what uh, what are what are we going to do with uh, with regard to uh, to energy? I mean, that's uh, that's crucial to maintaining a reasonably united front against Ukraine. Your, Western Europe is in for uh, a really tough winter unless we are able to uh, to help. And even if we do help, it's uh, it's likely to be a fairly modest contribution. Uh, does the prime minister now see or are they now seeing a business case for Canadian liquid natural gas? Well, it's there and Freeland has essentially made it. I assume that the prime minister is, however, reluctantly uh, on board. Uh, otherwise, she wouldn't be. She probably wouldn't be making uh, these these comments in such uh, such unambiguous terms. Dr. Jack Cunningham with us, Ph.D. Program Coordinator, Bill Graham Center for Contemporary International History, Trinity College and the Monk School, University of Toronto. Jack, as always, thanks so much for the time. Be well. You too, Scott. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Hamilton Today podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 on 900CHML and online at 900CHML.com. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.